welcome to Maiden Speech. My name is Monica Ferguson, portrait photographer and self-love advocate from New Zealand. Each week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to uplift and empower you. Thanks for hanging out. Now let's get into it. Hey friends, and welcome along to this week's podcast. Now, I've been quite inspired this week to create some content for my awesome tribe, my soul sisters and brothers who are out on a limb, out of their comfort zone, pushing, growing, confronting themselves, digging deep, and, you know, getting inspired and inspiring others. And one of the things that I really want to talk about is this amazing quote. Are you ready for this? Haters gonna hate, potatoes gonna potate. Now, I read that a long time ago and I never forgot it because if ever I come to a point in my mind where I'm using the phrase haters gonna hate, usually it means something shady's gone down and I'm probably not very happy about it. But potatoes gonna potate, well, it makes zero sense. It's hard to be upset. So it's kind of like a way of acknowledging that something's gone down while also taking off a bit of the pain by being stupid. And this is such a passionate topic for me because, you know, as many of you know, I have my own business and I'm surrounded by amazing people that also are entrepreneurs. They go out, they do things, they take massive risks and they put themselves out there and we go to these events and we stand in front of a group of people and market ourselves and sell ourselves. And, and in order for us to be able to do that, in order for me to be able to stand in front of a room full of people and say, hey, this is what I do. This is why I'm better than other people. This is why you should hire me. An enormous amount of work has gone into that on myself. Like I write blogs all the time about my journey to understand my own worthiness really because I did not know that for a long time I did not know that I had anything to offer I didn't understand that I had a voice or that I had opinions or ideas that could help other people or that even the way that I see the world can create impact because actually when I have someone sitting in front of me and they're vulnerable and I have a camera in my hand my ability to see them as beautiful, as powerful, as divine, as whatever, majestic, whatever word that you want, that is the reason I'm able to show them back a version of themselves that feels so amazing. Because it's not, I'm not just looking at flesh and blood, I'm looking at someone filled with purpose and all of that, and it gets very spiritual very quickly. And often I'm working with people who, are out there you know often it's business owners or it's entrepreneurs and things like that and what I'm you know the conversations that you get to have with people especially in such a vulnerable scenario like when they come in to be photographed is so raw and what I've found is that so many of us are in the same boat and you don't have to be an entrepreneur to totally get this because we're all in this together all of us and what I want is for us to just start having conversations around how we can actually support and inspire each other instead of this comparison thing, instead of this competitiveness thing. Because actually, if one of us wins, we all win. You know, we, if we look at our society, I would not call us winners at the moment. There is a lot of suffering. There's a lot of disconnection. 
And if we can actually remember that the things that we do make an impact on others. And the first thing that I'd like to rant about a little bit is the way that we use social media. Because how many of you know the situation in someone's life and then you get online and what you see is the exact opposite. What you see are glamorous photos of holidays and shopping trips and cocktails and you know that that person in real life is sitting at home in their pajamas, miserable. And I know that by putting that online, it might make them feel better for a little bit, but it's not real. And actually, I would challenge that and say, that is potentially causing a lot of harm to others. Because what we then do is we jump on and we think, oh, everyone's life is better than mine. I am failing. I am somehow not good enough. Um, I've, I've gone wrong. Like... And so then we're all pretending. And I feel like the best conversations and the best things in life come from these raw moments. You know, like think about a wedding. It's not the the big dress and the big party. It's the moment where, you know, you're staring at your bride and your groom and, and they're saying these vows and they're so real and they're so authentic and, and you can feel the love in the whole room. You know, it's the way that people look at each other. It's those little moments. That's what you remember most. And so I'm off on tangent now, totally. But in order for us to really have these amazing moments in life, we need to stop throwing shade at each other. Because when you are out there, like when you are, let's say for example, a business owner, because that's one that I can easily relate to, or an artist or a musician or anything that is going to require you to expose part of yourself, it's hard. It is so hard and every limiting belief, every fear around not being good enough, not being talented enough, not having enough money, imposter syndrome like we've talked about, all of that, waiting for someone to bust you because you think that, you know, you're not legit, totally been there. All of those thoughts come to the surface and your ability to receive money even, you know, that is a hard one and I've seen so many business owners struggle with that one because if you're not really 100% sure of how worthy you are or how valuable you are, how do you then go and charge people money for your services when you're not even sure that you have anything to add, you know? And I certainly struggle with that early on as a photographer and I think for creatives it's really hard too because you're not necessarily, you're not selling something that's separate from you. You're selling your own thoughts and ideas, you're selling your own interpretation of things. And for me, like selling photos of people, I have to, you know, I'm also reliant on the fact that those people like themselves because how do I sell a photo of someone to someone if they don't actually like themselves? But anyway, I digress. I do have a point, friends. It'll come all together perfectly, I promise. And so what I, for my friends who are amazing, chasing their dreams, whatever that dream is, or just pushing, just growing and not settling and who know that there is more and that we are all more. I wanna send you some serious love for all of you who are who have received hate, for lack of a better word, or any sort of negativity and you've all been there because people don't like it when we start to change. And one of my favorite mentors, Stuart Walter said that we love successful people, but we don't love it when people that we know become successful because people have come to rely on us as dependable. You know, if you're if you're the, the friend that gets drunk every weekend and hangs out and all of a sudden you decide to start running marathons and quit drinking, 
Well, your friends aren't going to like that. And that might be because they like hanging out with you in that capacity. But it can also be because you're then changing things up. So you're challenging that idea that maybe there's something wrong with that. And people do not like having the truth pointed out to them. And more often than not, that's where things come. And my observations around this and how people react to things, it's really interesting to observe from the outside. How as you know, even myself as an example, as I become a better photographer, as I become a better business person, as I make more money, as I expand into a new studio, as I become louder and more clear about what my particular purpose and vision is, because actually as time goes on, I realize more and more that I'm not really a photographer. You know, I've talked to friends about maybe I'm like a therapist with a camera, because I feel like that is essentially what I do is when I'm showing people back a version of themselves that they can't see on their own, I feel like that is therapy. I've seen the transformation that that, that can create. But then I feel like I'm more like a messenger and that the thing that I love is to connect to people and to remind people that they are good enough and we are good enough and I am good enough. All of us exactly as we are we are equipped each and every one of us have amazing things you know programmed into us if only we have the courage to unlock it to unleash it and then when we find it don't let those fears and those insecurities be a reason not to go after it and this is where my original ranty point comes back because when we say hate is gonna hate now how many of us have received serious pushback and judgment and criticism from people who are sitting on the sideline who have no idea what we have invested, whether it be financial, but often it's emotional. The, the pain, the real pain that comes from confronting who we are and you have to look at who you actually are and that is not easy because we don't want to admit our flaws and our faults. We don't want to look at where we've fallen down and bad decisions that we've made but that's the way to move forward that's the way to become the next best version of ourselves and what I find is like there are so many people who all of a sudden vanish from your life but in social media I was thinking the other day about how easier life would have been without social media like our grandparents for example if someone didn't like you, you would never know it because the phone, they just wouldn't ring, you know? They wouldn't have to dial your number and tell you they didn't like you. But with social media, I feel like that can be a real pain point and a real trigger. And because you can see, you've got these friends who are every day on your page supporting you and all of a sudden they're gone, but you can see that they're active on everyone else's page. Or when people choose to not engage with things, even when you, you're putting your heart and soul out there and they choose not to engage with it, but then in real life they tell you that they've seen it and yet you see them engaging with everyone else's stuff. That is hard to take. That has happened to me so many times. So, so, so many times. And I just think, man, why can't you just support me? You know? And I get really <laughs> angry in the past. And I'm not even angry so much, but it's more hurt if we're actually looking at it. It's like, how can you not support me when I've put so much into this, when I've risked my entire you know, financial future and literally blood, sweat and tears have gone into everything because people also don't see the sacrifice that we make. They see the final result. They see the pretty pictures on Facebook. They see the finished product, the perfect website, whatever. And often they see what they wanna see. They do not know how hard it has been for us to get to that point. But at the same time, 
They don't like seeing us become better versions of ourselves because it's pointing out to them that they haven't. And as that gap widens, it's only getting stronger. And so people lash out or they justify their bad behavior. You know, I had, I've had friends who, who were in marketing and who told me they were so supportive of me and my business and then the first chance they got, they unfollowed or they removed themselves from my newsletter list and that sort of thing. And it's people that you've done a lot for and it can be really hard to take. I feel like this is part of the process is that we do need to develop a thick skin. But I also feel like we cannot control how other people react. What we can definitely know for sure is that in those scenarios, we have not done anything wrong. And if someone is put off by our success and by our growth and by our hard work, then that's actually all about them. If they have an inability to support us, then that's on them. It has nothing to do with us. And that is the biggest thing, is that we then need to know that we cannot control that. All we can control is our response to it. And so I find that a bit of introspection here can be quite confronting, but also that's where self-awareness comes from. That's where growth comes from. The question I often ask myself is, why do I care? Why am I so hurt by this? Why am I surprised? And being able to step back and look at things as in why am I actually choosing to let that person's lack of support ruin my day or ruin how I feel about something that's actually on me because as time goes on like we need to be able to separate that more and more that that's actually them and their stuff and not even pick it up you know Stuart said to me that I should go and get more haters because when you've got more haters, you know, it means you're doing it right. But also, let's say nine out of 10 people love you and one person absolutely hates you. Now chances are we're going to focus on that one person, right? Instead of the nine that love us. But the reality is that if we put ourselves out there, we are fully opening ourselves up to that, to being judged, to being criticized, to being rejected. And that is the big thing. And I think that, <laughs> making sure that we are secure in ourselves. So actually taking so much time to continue working on ourselves, not just the business side of us or the creative side or the swimmer side or the athlete side or whatever it is that you are doing that's pushing you out of your comfort zone and out of the comfort zone that everyone else has you in. We just have to make sure that our personal development and our self-love and our self-worth is not coming from anyone external or anything external. That it has to be, it has to remain strongly and firmly within us at all times and not depend on anyone else's approval because actually we'll probably be waiting forever because ruffling feathers is part of the game. And unfortunately, I feel like we don't really talk about this until you're in it, until all of a sudden you've got people raining on your parade and crickets more often than not. The ones that you expect to have your back, they just vanish, they don't show up. And often it's surprising, the ones that do show up, they are the real ones, they are your tribe. And it's just part of it, you know? It's, it's been one of the hardest lessons that I've had to learn. And part of the self-awareness thing too is being kind. <laughs> A little bit and trying to understand that not everyone is like us while we all have the same potential we all have the same ability to make different choices to grow to move forward for me for example I know that not everyone has an ability to jump on a podcast and speak about personal things or write blogs about really painful and personal things not everyone has an ability to even say out loud how they feel about other people it's been very easy for me to just get angry about it because I'm like well why can't you because I do that for you 
And it's like, that's the thing. I can do that for other people, but it's not as easy for everyone else. And saying that, I do want to also talk about this thing of fearlessness and comparison. Because what I also see often is that when you're sitting behind your computer screen, watching people on Facebook, for example, do things, right? And you're seeing the highlights reel, you're seeing the end result. I feel like it's very easy to see that person and assume things, assume that they find it easy. The reason their business is succeeding is because it's easy for them. It is not easy. You know, we look at celebrities and we think, oh yeah, it must be, it's just easy for them. It's easy for them to get on stage and sing in front of a million people. It's not. It's just that we don't go around broadcasting it. You know, you can guarantee you hear stories all the time. I've talked before about Adele running away and then like vomiting before her performances and people having to go and find her, you know, because she's that afraid and you would never expect that. But we have to remember that all of us are human. All of us are struggling with stuff. All of us have insecurities and fears and we're all at different phases. And so the most important thing is to do no harm, do as little harm as possible. You know, if you can see people in your life changing and growing, support them for God's sake. Like it is such a simple thing to do and it makes such a huge difference. I'm sure that everyone can remember certain compliments that were paid to them and how amazing it makes you feel. And it does not take much to make such a big difference if we just start tipping it a little bit. So the other thing about this is pain is inevitable. The pain is part of it. There's the growth pains within yourself, but there's the pain of other people and learning how to interact in the world where people expect you to be a certain way. They've come to know you and be comfortable with you as a certain version of yourself and they are not going to like it. Whether they admit it or not, actually you growing and being better is confronting and challenging for everyone else, which in my eyes, is actually the most loving thing you can do. By being a a positive role model, an example in the world, where we do, for a large part of the time, settle and easily slip into victim state. You know, we blame everyone else for our problems. We don't really take ownership for ourselves. If you can get out there and show people what's possible, that's amazing. But the thing is that even when you do that, The pain is a part of it. And the more that we can remember that that actually is not about us. The pain itself is our response to it. And in saying that, you know, I do not want to gloss over how horrendous it can feel to realize that your inner circle do not have your back. They don't like it. You know, you might be the only one who's actually going out and thinking like this and doing these things. And it's actually not your job to stay small to make other people feel better. And it's not your job to shrink yourself to fit in. You know, the thing is that the more that we can let go of those people and those friends or whoever they are, family, who do not support us the way that we actually deserve. And like I say before, not everyone is really good at articulating things, but there's gotta be something coming back. When they all of a sudden vanish from your life, well, that's a pretty clear indicator. But the thing is that when we let go of those people who are wrong and are no longer serving us, and we're not serving them anymore, you know, when things get toxic like that, Maybe the best thing that we can do is actually walk away with love, with gratitude for that time that we've spent with that person and being grateful for the lessons that we've learned. But we cannot afford to leave ourselves in situations where we get treated less than we deserve. That's not actually okay, especially because all we've done is start to go after our potential. 
that's all we've done. And I can say that easily now, but don't for a minute think that I have not lost friends, a lot of them, you know, and, and reflection now looking back, friends who were really close to me, like my inner inner circle, the ones that you would tell your deeper secrets to. And I will look back now and I can't help but notice the timing and where I, for the first time in my life, really owned who I am and what I do and what my purpose is and really up level into a version of myself that is more courageous and more able to do things like a podcast and say things out loud and challenge things and speak my truth and share my story even all the really hard bits as that all of that happened and as my business started to take off these people vanish and isn't that so upsetting that people would only want to be friends with me when my life was a mess when I was struggling when I wasn't doing very well but that actually my perceived success from the outside this is from looking in from a Facebook page not from an actual conversation would then yeah would then create a situation where they would think oh I actually don't want to be friends with them anymore but then they pretend you know all this kind of stuff that happens behind the scenes and it's like you get to the, the core of it you know in your gut who has your back who's supporting you who is there for genuine reasons and who isn't and we have to learn to be able to let go of everyone else and that is so so hard and I'm sure that like it would be way easier to just stop having ambition to slip back a little bit into who I was so that I could keep a lot of my friends because actually the more that I go the deeper I go the more that gap widens and when people don't want to move forward well there's only you know there are two options either I stay back or I move forward and I move away and this is the hardest bit the hardest hardest bit but yeah the last thing that I want to talk about haters gonna hate now I've talked about other people but how many of us still do really horrible nasty things towards ourselves when you look in the mirror what's your first thought is it something negative chances are it is I know certainly from my experience in my studio people don't come in talking about the nice things and yes I know that part of our culture is to be humble and you know to not say anything good about yourself because god forbid people think that you're arrogant it's not arrogance it's a healthy respect how do you go forth and conquer without that healthy love and respect for yourself no matter if that never came from anyone else all of us are able to remember to reconnect with who we actually are deep down and when you start looking for the good you will find an abundance of it you'll be so amazed at all these qualities in you all how your life has played out in a way that has led you to be this person with so much to offer so many experiences that no one else has so many points of view that no one else has so many gifts that no one else has and so the thing about hate is that okay if it's coming at us externally that's one thing and that's really painful and really hard to deal with but it's even worse when it's coming from within us and we can actually change that you know I know that this for me this practice of changing how I was speaking to myself started when I was 22 and I remember catching myself out for the first time as I walked past the bathroom mirror to get to my bedroom and I saw myself and I called myself some horrible horrible names and I actually heard myself for the first time and I was just like what did I just say 
you know? If someone else said that to us, I would not have left the house. I would have been so depressed. However, me, I was bullying myself in my own head 24 seven. And actually at the end of the day, our opinions about ourselves are actually the only one that matters. And so that is where all of this work needs to start because if I know deep down, I am connecting with people in the most real and sincere and genuine way, if I know that I'm doing my best and I'm working on myself and I'm trying so hard to be a better version of myself all the time, then someone else's angry opinion or someone else's inability to see me for who I actually am or to, to get, you know, get past their own limiting fear-based thoughts, that actually has nothing to do with me. And it's easier for me to let go when I know and when I'm clear on who I am and what I'm about. And I can then separate myself more easily from that, from the friend that vanishes because I start doing better. However, if I was still beating myself up all the time for not being good enough, then there's no way I'm gonna be able to move beyond that. And that one of your best friends suddenly not caring about you anymore, well not outwardly anyway, would bring you down, you know? And this is where that inner work really starts to pay off and this is why I wanna be having conversations like this all the time because this is huge. All of us are walking around with things like this on our minds, on our hearts and no one's talking about it. We're all too busy with the facade and enough. It's not helpful to anyone, you know? So the best thing that we can do is be so kind to ourselves and then but also be kind enough to sit and confront and notice the things that you're doing that aren't actually serving you i've just recently started this podcast now i don't know what your interpretation of this is people tend to say to me you're an amazing speaker now if you actually watch me after i've spoken in front of people my hands are shaking it's like one of those fake it till you make it things and it's just what people see on the outside right even this podcast, this absolutely terrifies me, which is part of the reason why I'm here, because anything that's worth doing will scare you a bit. It means I'm in a growth phase. But I also know deep down that these are conversations that are so important to have, and we need to be reminded that we're all on the same team. We're all struggling with stuff. We're all insecure. We're all wondering if we're good enough. And so to have these conversations together is so important to me. So, so important. And you know, I'm saying it all the time in my work and just talking to friends, especially you know, ones that are really pushing it out there. These are real issues. And it's so important that we start connecting and remembering that we're all on the same team and that we have such an ability to lift each other in such a simple way. It could be one comment, it could be one quick compliment. You know, the thing is that we all walk around thinking nice things about other people and not saying them out loud. Doesn't that seem ridiculous? You know, we could totally change someone's whole week with one compliment. That might be the only thing they hear that week. And they might be struggling with losing their friends, losing their family, whatever. You just never know what's going on for other people. So there it is, my friends. My, my thoughts for the last week or so especially. And I really hope that part of this has resonated with you and that it's been helpful. I, uh, I'm definitely gonna be having more conversations like this. I really, really want this to be a space for painful topics in a way, things that aren't that glamorous to discuss, but they're real and they affect all of us. And so thank you all for listening and being here and stay tuned because we're gonna have a lot more deep and meaningfuls. So yeah.
Hope you all have a great week and I will catch up with you next week. See you later.